0: I want to do some other things I also want to do. I've had some folks that come to me before and have asked me, uh, Lee, what would, you, um, what would you recommend as far as books to start off with uh, and if I'm trying to build my library? And here's some of the things I would say. Number one, I believe you need to uh, go to Strong's Concordance and get the... Up a, a verse or something, you can look that up, and what it will do, it will give you whether or not, you can look up whether or not you Greek or the Hebrew, and then it will give you all the meanings of it. So the first thing, but the one book I would say that you need to have is a strong concordance. Then after that, I would go to a really good, strong dictionary or some kind of dictionary like Vine or something like that that would, would help you in that. And the third book I would tell you to try to get a hold of that I think is really good, and that book is. What it will do, it will list every verse. When you look up a verse, then out from it, it will give you every verse that can, that you have that will correspond to those to that verse. Everything that will speak to that. So, those three books is what I would recommend. Now, I tell you, if you will talk to Thelma and get your name on the list, we have a, we can order you a CD, and that CD will go in and. download, we give you the disc, you put the disc in, you have a number you have to put in with your download. A disclaimer here before we get started. I don't believe in any capacity that I'm an expert when it comes to anthropology. I know that there are probably people sitting in the church and know a lot. and all those other people that have studied quite a bit. I know Mark studies. But we've got several people in our church that are really good when it comes to anthropology. And my purpose is not to try to explain everything. And I'm sure that when we get into this stuff, I would probably just to give you just to give you a a um, um, just to give you sort of a, a chronological view so that you can put step by step by step of looking at what what you, what we think is going to happen or have some proximity of that. Okay? Now here's what I want to do before I get into this uh, because what we're doing is an events that will happen before and during after the tribulation period. And I want to get into that, but before I do that, I want to explain Daniel 70 weeks. And then after I want to say how we get 70 weeks and all this. Then after that, I want to explain to you, I, I want to, um, the other thing that I want to try to uh, explain to you is how to read the book of Revelation. Okay? And many times I think we start off, with, this book is not like any other book. You just can't pick it up like a novel and start reading. This is why when we have new Christians who come to us, and Good. Then they get over to the Book of Exodus and they're doing pretty good. So they get back to about Chapter 20, and he starts getting into the Law and everything else, and they're getting a little bit bogged down. Then, uh, uh, then they get after Exodus, they get into the Leviticus and, and Numbers, and man, they're really lost. You know how they got going on on and on like this. So what we tell them is, when you start off and, and you're talking to somebody who's a new Christian, the first place I would send them to is the Book of John. Just read the Book of John. Next book I would go to is the book of First John. That's what I would go to, First John. Then after that, you know, you can go to Romans, other places like that, we'll start to get some ideas and things. But that's where I would start at. Now, let's talk about Daniel 7 weeks. So turn with me, if you will, over to the book of Daniel. I didn't. I don't know what I get. Yeah, Daniel chapter. Go to. The, and I'm, I'm not controlling this. Okay. So Daniel chapter nine, uh, and let's go there, and let's go to. Uh, we'll start with verse. this is. Now, while I was speaking, praying, this is Daniel, confessing my sins and the sins of my people Israel, and presenting my supplication before the Lord my God and the holy mountain of my God, yet while I was speaking in the prayer of the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision, at the beginning, being called to fly swiftly, reached me about the time of the evening offering. And he, he informed me and talked with me and said, oh, Daniel, have I, I have now come forth to give you a seal of understanding. Uh, at the beginning of your supplication, the for, uh, for you are greatly beloved, therefore consider the matter and understand the vision. There's twice that God comes and He tells Daniel He's greatly beloved. Greatly beloved. Uh, when He thinks His prayers are not being answered, He comes to Him and tells Him that we heard your prayer from the and, and uh, how you're greatly beloved. Okay, so verse 24. Now here we go. Seventy weeks are determined for your people and for your holy city uh, to finish the transgressions, to make an end of sins. To make reconciliation for iniquity, to bring an everlasting righteousness, seal provision, and prophecy, and to anoint the most most holy. All right. Know, therefore, and understand that from the going forth of the commander, restore, and build Jerusalem as the Messiah. be with the flood until the end for our desolations are determined. And then he shall confirm a covenant with many for one week, but in the middle of the week he shall bring an end of sacrifice and offering, and on the wing of abomination. So let's, let's, let's try to understand what we're talking about. Okay. So we're talking about 70, 70 weeks here. And here's what we're saying. We're saying that 70 weeks and, a, and a one, week, one week would be seven years. Okay? So he's talking about 70 weeks over years. Which, if you figure that, what does that equal to? That's equal to 490 years. Alright. But he divides it up. Know, therefore and understand that the going forth of the command to restore the and build Jerusalem. So, so he's going to divide this up, and he's going to say until the Messiah the Prince there shall be seven weeks and sixty-two weeks. So when we talk about the seventy weeks, here's what we're talking about: we're talking about sixty-two weeks, we're talking about seven weeks, and we're talking about one week. This and, and so let, we'll explain that. So as we look. We get, we get, we get, he says here, know therefore uh, and understand that from the going for the command to restore and build Jerusalem until the Messiah. So when does, here's the question, when do these, and I'm trying to make it, this simple because I can't do anything profound so I've got to do it simple, but listen to this, when does the 70 weeks start? We'll go over to the book of Nehemiah. Now notice what he says here. He says, uh, he says, Going forth to the command to restore and build Jerusalem. So, when, when the, because we know that the temple had been destroyed, we know that, that the wall had been destroyed, and so we go over to the book of Nehemiah, chapter 2. Listen to what it, say, or it says here, starting with verse 1. And it came to pass in the month of Nisan, in the 20th year of King Xerxes, when wine was before him, and I took the wine and gave it to the king, and I had never been sad in his presence before. Therefore the king said to me, Why is your face sad, since you are not sick? That is nothing but sorrow of the heart. So I became dreadful afraid. And he said to the king, May the king live forever. Why should my face not be sad when the city and place of my father's tombs lies waste and gates are burned with fire. Now, and I'm not going to read this whole thing, but in the conversation with the Xerxes, what happens here is this. What happens is Eventually, he tells him because of Jerusalem being destroyed, the walls are down. And so Xerxes gives him permission to go back and take people with him and rebuild the wall. Now, he's got all kinds of opposition when he did that. All right. Historically, we know that when did this happen? This happened in, I think it was 450, we say 445. But in reality, here's what we're saying. We're saying that this happened actually at 445. It said in the 20th year of exertion. So we take 20 years off of that. So what is it? That is then, becomes the 445. So when was, when does it say here that the building and the foundation happen? Well, we go back to Daniel and it says what? It says to restore and build Jerusalem unto the Messiah, the Prince, uh, those that understand that from the going forth of the command. So when did the, the, the going forth of the command happen? the walls. It took seven years. Okay, now remember when we're talking about B.C., what does that mean? That means that we are going down. We're not going up. So seven from forty-five is what? It's four hundred and thirty-eight. It's when the walls then were completed. All right? Now, what does it say? We go on here a little bit farther. It goes on, and it goes on to say, until the Messiah, the Prince, there shall be seven weeks. Say. All right. So if we take the seven weeks, which it started, it started in 445 BC, and now we go, we go from. Says we have 365 days in it. The Jewish calendar doesn't have that. It has only 300, 360 days in it. Which ends up being, I don't got all this written down. I've got to look my notes. Alright, so what happens when we do that? When we take the sixty-two and that comes up to be Now four hundred eighty-three times sixty. What does that come out to be? That comes out. Well, let me go back. off I know I'm getting, too, getting you confused. Here. I got seven years here. That from the start of the building of the wall until the wall was finished. He now tells us it's going to be sixty-two years. Sixty-two. Why does it go to sixty-two? Well, look at your, look at what the Bible says. Until what happens? It says, and and there shall be seven weeks and sixty-two weeks. And the street shall be built again in the wall, even in troublesome times. Look at verse 26. And after 62 weeks, Messiah. So what you end up doing, you take the, this and you divide it by this. This is what you come up with. And so if you take the hundred and seventy three thousand eight hundred and eighty eighty days, then it comes out and you divide it by you divide it by the three sixty. Here's what it comes out to be. It comes out to be four hundred and eighty three years. All right. If you take the four eighty three, if you take the four eighty-three. 40, uh, 445, uh, what you end up with, you end up with what? 38 years. Now, and I looked at that 38 and I thought, well, now wait a minute. Jesus, now, here's what happens. If you will take these actual days here, if you'll take these actual days, Sir Robert Anderson said this started in Neeson 445 when when it started, the law was started, and he's saying simply that the end of this was when these, at the end of this right here, Jesus wrote in. So, so what are we saying? Now, notice what happens here. So, after the 62 weeks, the Messiah shall be cut off, but not for himself, and the people of the Prince who is to come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary, and it shall be the flood. Remember, what when was the sanctuary destroyed? 70 A.D. So, what's he saying? Here's what he's saying, right here. He's saying simply that, if I can do this right, I don't know. He says, from, from 445, 445, The wall and the temple, the temple are rebuilt the next seven years, and then it usher, ushers in 62, 62 years. All the time to what? To so Jesus is crucified uh, is what, or really uh, until the time here, the time here that uh, that he rides the donkey into Jerusalem. And so, this prophecy basically is what, what this says, What it they got it down to where it's like thirty two, which we put it right on the uh the time kind of and I and you know, I read everything I could read, and everything on this. Okay, why is this why is it I'm getting thirty eight? Because they said that because of the leaf years and other things in there, you have to take it off. anyway. All right, now yeah. uh, so you, do you I hope that you I hope that you see this. I hope I'm not confused. You you understand what I'm What's the last we're we're that's what we're doing right now. We are looking at right now The start of the 62 years right here, and the 62 years go to what? To Jesus, Jesus, uh, Jesus rides into Jerusalem on the donkey. So you got 7 plus 2, and so what's yet to come? The other year. The other 7 years. What is that? Okay, well, I'll just, I'll just read you through. Well, you can, and I've taught Revelation before, and what you've got to come to a place that I don't think we realize how devastating that the things that are going to happen in this tribulation period, how, how, you know, you've got a time in, in the book of Revelation where one-fourth of the earth is going to die. One-fourth. Now, figure how many million people are in this world today, and, and one-fourth of put those two together, I, I gave you a, that in a sermon one time of how many uh, million people are literally, literally going to die. So, so I mean, it's, a, it's one of the worst times, and, and some people, you know, those people that are all millennial try to say to us, well, they hear me just say this to you, I really believe that we're in the tribulation. The only way they can say that is the fact that, that they have to take the entire book of Revelation it's all symbolic. So when you go to read the book of Revelation, let me just let me just give this to you. you here's how you study. Here's how I would say. Number one, I would go one through six, chapters one through six. Six. I would read that. Then I would. Then chapter 11, verse 7, 12, 8 through 9, 12, 15, 16, 19, 22. You say, well, now why in the world would you do that? Because chapters, chapters 10 and chapters 14 and chapters 17 and chapters 18 uh, are what we call parenthetical uh, or additional information of in the first four chapters. Now, why is that? How many people have ever seen, ever seen Gone with the wing? God does in here. He takes these chapters, but here's what He does. He takes these to encourage you. Because then all of a sudden you get you're reading along and all this stuff happening and then, you know, man, whatever happened there. But also remember this in Revelation. Remember this what happens in here? The church is not mentioned. Nineteen times the church is mentioned here. It's not mentioned. Why is the church not mentioned? We're not here. We're not here. We're not here. Okay. All right, let me get into this other stuff that we're doing. Okay. So tonight, events that will happen before and uh, after the tribulation period. So here's what I want to The Father. That's, that's the thing. He wants to be like God. That's why he got through out of heaven. In uh, you know Isaiah fourteen, and also in the book Ezekiel, he, how he wanted to sin. He'll take my throne, and I'll sin to heaven. He wanted. you wanted to take God's place, then there there is an the antichrist. Well, who's the antichrist? The same thing. The representative of the Holy Spirit in the safety kingdom. Okay. So, so we're looking at events in the first half of seven years. Now, here's what I've already given you. What are the things that are going to happen? And I did this last week. What are the things that are going to happen? If you need a copy of this, we got you know, we got some of those back there. And I can let you have that with it. So, number one, what are we, lo- what are we looking for? Are, you know, I know that... Matthew All these signs, because actually, my, uh, the you know the that's where the disciples asked Jesus, "What are the signs of your coming? When will the time be?" And this kind of, okay. So what? And, and he goes through this whole thing, but everything he's going through is for what the second coming, not the rapture of the church. What are we looking for? We're looking for the rapture. We're not looking for any signs. Now the signs, if, if we know that the signs are happening. And we know that as the signs happen, what does that tell us? We're closer to the rapture. That's what we're closer to. So, the first thing that we're looking for is the rapture of the church. The second thing we're looking for is that the restrainer is removed. What does that mean? Well, over in the book of Thessalonians, it tells us that the Holy Spirit is going to be taken out of the way. Now, how is the Holy Spirit going to be taken out of the way? Because it is not just the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit working through the church. Once the holy, once the church is taken out of here, then it's like the Holy Spirit. Will the Holy Spirit still save people? Yes, He will. There'll be people saved out of the tribulation period. But by the same token, He will not restrain evil like you And I'm telling you, it's going to be you. You're going to be if the people that are left behind in that time, they will be afraid to go out in public. You think we've got problems that? I heard some of these politicians talking about when, when some of these riders. Got around them and how afraid they were, or they went to restaurant and all these people came in on them. Watched, but it's going to be continually like that. And so the restrainer is removed. The, the, then what? while we're caught up, what's the first thing that happens to heaven? And really um, there's another part of this really, that we go to the judgment seat. The Bible says we all should must stand in front of the judgment seat of Christ. And, and what is that? That's not one of go, and Christ is going to all our work is going to be tested. We went through all that last week, so, so it, it does matter what you do in this world. Now, you're not saved by that. We're, we're going to have it says, If any man's work not abide, he uh, uh, is as it was tested by fire, yet he himself. and we're going to see things the way God sees things and like, not no other time. But I don't know that there's not going to, go to be some discipline. I don't know that. I'm just saying today. Judgment being the seed Christian happens in heaven. Here's the fourth thing. Antichrist rises to pie. He rises to pie. And Antichrist makes a covenant with his. Now, we're going to get into it. So we're still at, we're in that earth. So I did, well, I'm uh, going Okay, there it is, how to study the book of Revelation. 1, through 6, 11, 2, 17, chapter 12, 8, and 9, 15, 16, 19, 20, chapter 10, 14, 17, 18. A parathetical and additional information. That's like, like that. And, and so what it's like, it's, and no kidding, it was like John having an intermission in there as he tried to write the things that, uh, that God had told him. before. Okay, the events in the first half of here we go. Uh, so, uh, remember the first three and a half are called what? Tribulation. The, the second half is called what? The Great Tribulation. That's, that is that is the, uh, the that is the difference in all this. Now, so um, okay. Now, here we go. Daniel nine twenty seven. Then he shall confirm a. This is talking about the Antichrist. Then he shall confirm a covenant with many for one week. There's that one week. Uh, but in the middle of the week, he shall bring an end to the sacrifice and offering, and on the wing of abomination. Feet, and on her head a garland of twelve stars, and then the woman fled to the wilderness, where she was a place prepared by God that they should uh, feed her one thousand two hundred and sixty days. Now, if you look at that, uh, that when you look at that one thousand two hundred sixty days, how many days is that? Divide it by three sixty Jewish calendar, and what do you get? Because Israel is living in peace in the land. And I've also heard some people talk about, you know, how it says in there, there no like i'm not a wall city. Yeah. But look what it says in Ezekiel thirty eight. After many days you shall be visited in the latter days Some people have looked at the wall and said, well, that's they would be When did the sacrifices stop? When did the sacrifices stop? When? 70 AD. And they haven't offered anything. Isn't it, isn't it, isn't it interesting that the, the, the only 41 years between when the sacrifice and the 41 years of the Lord is nothing? But well, when the sacrifices stop, come to a place of understanding that what you're trying to say to them, what you're actually trying to say, you're actually trying to say. Why did they stop? Because the Messiah, the Lamb of God that would take away the sins of the world, has already come. But they're going to, so they're waiting for this of to the Gentiles, and they spread the Holy City in 142 42 months. All right. And there's a lot in those that I'm not going to okay. okay, world church dominates religion with the Antichrist. Where we're heading, we're heading to a one-world government. I believe with everything just in me, this is why Trump was not accepted. This is why people hated Trump. It had nothing to do with his life before. I know his life wasn't perfect. really believe that the, one of the reasons they hated Trump so much was he was not a globalist. I said that Because why? We're heading towards this time where we're going to have one world government, one world currency. And that's already happening guys. I, we've already been in We're going to have a card. And then when they give you that card, everything that you buy, sell, or whatever else, because we're moving what? We're moving to chapter 13 of Revelation, which says what? Well, you could not buy or sell unless you did what? Get to Mark the Beast. And so we're moving towards that. We're not there yet. We're not for, We're not there, but we're getting closer which was full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. I want you to do something with me tonight. When you go home tonight, I want you to look up the symbol of the European Union. I mean, go home and look up the the, the symbol of the European Union. You know what you're going to see? Here's what you're going to see. You're going to see a woman even got a coin with that on it. So don't tell me this is not fixing to happen because it is fixing so, so the church is coming. Now, notice this it continually says fornication. You read the book of Hosea and God compares Hosea and his relationship with his wife, Gomer. He compares his, his relationship to the relationship he had with Israel. He talks about, the Bible continually talks about spiritual adultery. where we have gone off Gog is the place. Gog is the people, and who are are these people? Well, uh, we can go to Ezekiel. Let me just read this for you. Ezekiel thirty, Ezekiel thirty six two. Thus says the Lord. For thus says the Lord God, surely I have spoken in my burning jealousy against the rest of the nations against all Edom, and who have given my land to themselves as a possession, and a wholehearted joy and for mine in order to plunder its open country. Therefore prophesy concerning the land of Israel, and say to the mountains and the hills and the rivers and the valleys, thus says the Lord God, behold, I have spoken in my jealousy and my fear, because you have borne the shame, because you have borne in the bed right now with Iran and some of these other uh, Islamic countries. Ezekiel, Ezekiel, can see that? Ezekiel 38 to Son of man, set your face against Gog and the land of Magog and prince of Rosh. Who's Rosh? Russia, Meshach, and Tubal, and prophesy against him, Persia, Iran, Ethiopia, Arab states, and Libya. Turkey. Now I just included those because the names are not there. And so, so a lot of people looked at that and they thought, well, how in the world cause these countries that it named would not, there's no way those countries were together or would come against Israel at that time. But now we know who these countries are and we know how they are so far against Israel. But divine justice and the covenants with God and destruction will fall in connection with the attempt to exterminate Israel and Jerusalem. Uh, and so, I mean, in the book of Psalms it says that, that what they want to do, they literally, Gog is a reference to the powers of the north. If you take a straight line and you go straight from Jerusalem, straight up, guess where you hit? Moscow. So, okay. Uh, But look what it says in 38. says the Lord God, are ye of whom I have spoken in former days, my servant, but the prophet of Israel who prophesied for years of those days, that I would bring you against them? Uh, go on to verse 19. For my jealousy and the fire of my wrath have spoken, surely in that day there shall be a great earthquake in the land of Israel, on the 20, so that the fish of the sea and the birds the His brother. brother. We would be, we would probably be there with them fighting with them. But there is no help to this field. When you read this, there's no help. Why? Because the Lord, He wants us to know that He's going to do If you'll notice there was earthquakes and pestilence all these armies are going to come against you, hit little Israel and He's going to destroy it. This is what it Uh, by the Antichrist. Okay. Uh, um, okay. So I think this says something about us as a country. It says to us about this last part of, of the... Uh, that we're not going to be prepared. Why Why will we not be a part of this? I think... If, I also believe that the rapture has already taken place, so taken place. and when it does, The rapture. That I think simply that possibly could happen is that we become so uh, uh, we become so financially decayed that we're not able to help anybody. So, all right, let me stop here. Questions or comments?